Hey, Chad. Hey, come on. It's Opinions are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. And I have a meeting in 40 minutes. And so we're going to go through this really fast. So uh, opinions on balloons. Do you like them? Um, Are they animal kind or just regular balloons? Any balloon. The Hindenburg or uh, not that one. I feel like there's a lot of balloons, Cameron. Balloon. We, we, we need to spend more than 40 minutes on this. Their opinion fine. on cactus. Cactus? Um, once again, there's a lot of different cactus. Okay, cactuses are all right. I'll, I'll speed that one along. Now you're just patronizing me. I am. Because I want... There's the cactus okay, we'll from Final Fantasy... Way. There's the uh, there's like the fuzzy cactuses. There's the pointy ones. There's ones with water in them. There's the ones that look uh, that only gonna, really grow in Arizona. Are we gonna have to like actually have a cactus episode? I I don't know enough about cactus to actually talk about them for more than about thirty minutes, maybe. But I mean, we we could do it. We we can do anything we want. Those opinions are cheap with us. It's not not opinions are cheap with us. Did you have a good week? It's been okay. It's been weird. Um, yeah, I feel like I've had a weird week too. There are people I like who are quitting, and I don't like that. Oh, that that's always kind of a bummer feeling. I uh, I hate that thing that like bosses will say, where it's like you know you spend more time with your coworkers than your family. So really, we're like your family. Because that's not like that's never the message they're trying to actually convey. But right. the reality is, when you do spend a lot of time with some of these people, and you do like them, it it uh really hurts to lose them. And it's not like I'm friends with these people, but it's like they were really dependable, um, and easy to work yeah. with, and that means a lot in a place where there are some people who are not dependable or easy to work with, right? Like. Those 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 are those are those are nice things to be. Yeah. Why is my well, Photoshop all fucked up? The text like. That's a bummer. It, it's like I have it on. Okay, I'm trying to set the text to height, and it's like I don't know eighty, and it's super tiny, and so I I stretch it, and it's like congratulations. Now it's like two thousand six. It's like there's no way the, the the DPI on this image is really shitty. It's not big. It's it's a low resolution. Why is this not working? Uh, I don't remember where I left off last week. I think I mentioned Baldur's Gate. I think so. I So I did end up getting it. I don't remember if I talked about actually playing it last week or not. You Probably you, not, because I didn't really get into it till the weekend. Yeah, you, um, you didn't, you didn't mention playing it on the show, but you did mention it, like, playing it to me off the show and, and you had a lot of good things to say about it yeah so far so good uh i think that one of the things i'm really enjoying about it is just that it feels like an old-fashioned game like there used to be rpg games that were you know you could do things like accidentally kill an important npc and there's like consequences it doesn't just like 
protect them because there's a narrative that the writers are really proud of. Right. Um, well, I think they did a very good job adapting the D&D aspects of it, too. Like, uh, what was it? There was a, a character that um, they were, like, in a cave. I won't, I won't spoil it so much, so I'll, like, change details. But there's a character in a cave, and there are monsters outside the cave. Okay. And it's like, oh, I'll go help them. And so I run up and start fighting the monsters, and then the guy in the cave is like, like, oh, you guys are stupid to fight those monsters. I'm going to get out of here now. And I'm like, I don't care. And I mind-controlled the monster, and then the monster attacked the guy in the cave. But there was also a treasure chest that I couldn't open. But it had a scroll of talk to the dead, and so I raised him to ask him how to open the box and get the treasure. Hey, that's like in the D&D and movie. And it's like, this is a D&D adventure. Yeah, but it's like this this feels like sitting at a table and problem solving some of these things. Like I, I know there's limits to stuff you can do in the game, but they give you a lot of options. Nice. And I just uh I find that very satisfying. So I've been having fun with Baldur's Gate, like many, many other people have, so it's not like you need my review of it. Yeah, but you're you're a trustworthy sort and it's nice to know that uh that you're having fun playing a game. Doesn't always happen. Yeah, I complain a lot, don't I? I mean, that's not what I was trying to imply. No, but your your astute observation did imply a reality. I feel like we both complain a lot. Yeah, I mean, it... It, it's not even our personality type. It's just if you use the internet, you've learned a language of complaining. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to put it, I think. Well, how about instead of complaining, uh, we uh, we watch something to, to kind of forget about our troubles. Okay, let's do it. I, I closed Photoshop and opened it, and now the text is working properly, so I guess that worked. I'm not going to work on this Photoshop That's good. right now, though. I was just, uh, I was annoyed that Adobe was all of a sudden being weird, which is... Yeah, no, I get annoyed at that, too. On par for Adobe. Maybe not. I don't know. Adobe's been all right to me. Anyways, what, oh, are, we, what are we watching okay, tonight, so- Cam? Uh, you mentioned we hadn't done one of these in a while, and I thought, like, you know, I could bore you with something that I like, or maybe we could watch something that you would find interesting. Okay. And I think you'll find this interesting, but I found a couple uh, cartoon pilots, and oh. I figure we can watch one and see how it goes. That does and they're int- available free on YouTube, so that means everyone else can watch with us, too. Yeah. Are these pilots that like actually made it to cartoons or were they rejected? Because changes the conversation a bit, right? A little bit. Uh, why don't we watch the first one and uh, we'll we'll talk about that first. Okay. Uh, do you have the YouTube app open? We're trying the you can watch YouTube on Discord. We're trying the Discord YouTube app. Yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm. I'm seeing your shared screen. Um. 
Are you seeing it's like a picture of Sonic? Yeah, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog Lo-Fi 2 Chaos Creators collab. Okay, so I'm going to put in the video and we're going to watch it right now. So I'm curious, have you ever seen this before? Yeah, I certainly have. I've never seen the pilot though. This is weird. Um, seeing like familiar characters. Oh, that, that's what I meant. Was the pilot specifically? Yeah. No, no, no. I haven't seen this. So this is like familiar, but in a less refined way. So the funny thing with animation pilots is uh, they try to cut a lot more corners, but also the point of the pilot is to see what it'll look like. So, like, you, you're given a very rough budget, and you kind of have to say, yeah, but we can do better. Yeah. Um, but you have to, like, you know, you have to kind of convince... Uh, it's, it's walking a weird line. With a TV show, you can kind of just, like, throw the set together real quick and film a simple episode, but... Um, the designs are off. Yeah. I like the vibe is pretty uh, accurate though, right? My favorite twin, like this is Dylan and Rowena. A lot of homework was already done before they made this, and, and like you can tell, a lot of this showed up in the show, not like one to one, but spiritually. Like it, it does have the vibe, but I really hate this weird like. The, the animation is so simplistic that it's almost distracting. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a, a really bad, like... It's like a Flash animation thing. Flash, yeah. Your kids want to eat 200 Freezy Pops? Yeah! Alright, here's a good one. What is a ghost's Like, if this was a fan animation, I'd be really impressed, because there's clearly a lot of work here. obviously Blueberry. How's about... Corpse melon. It's blueberry. I'm thinking cookies and scream. And the answer ah. is. Oh, I see. Like that's definitely a Mabel thing. Like that was. Yeah. That's a bad. No, that was a cute Watch. gag. Something terrible will happen. In three, two, one. You know, like like a telephone will ring. Or... I feel like Dipper, the voice actor, changed his voice a little bit going into the main thing. Who's here? Well, time to spill the beans. Rope. I've been seeing someone. Well, wait, wait. We've only been in town for a week, and you already have a boyfriend? What can I say? <laughs> I guess I'm just irresistible. Oh, coming! This didn't sound good. Mabel's romances always ended in disaster. <laughs> like the time she fell for the guy on the $10 bill, or her crush on the mattress prince. Come on, come on, to my kingdom of savings! Take me it is funny how much of this does end up in the pilot, though. Hey guys, I want to Yeah. Um. Typically, you know, you would you. I mean, you wrote good jokes. You want to use them. Yeah. Little muscle there. So, what's your name? The freezy pops thing. I don't think was in the uh didn't make it, but it was a really good. Yeah, that didn't seem familiar to me. Um, we still have to do a Gravity Falls, like, dedicated episode. Yeah, I should probably rewatch it again for that. It's been not that long, but I'll, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Don't wait up! 
And it's funny because all these shots are, uh, they're, they're composed very two-dimensionally and flat. Yeah. The book looks weird. Um, but they're like, randomly they have these, like, real elements that are just photoshopped into the, like, props and things. And it's hard to tell if that was a direction they wanted to do on purpose, or if that was like a time saver for the pilot. Yeah. I think the 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 voiceover too of Dipper definitely did not show up later on, at least not to this extent, which is good because it's kind of annoying. But it's also like a very like crutch first episode thing to. You say Because this is these were like full twenty two episode. 22-minute episodes, if I remember right. And so this is only 11. So they're cramming a lot into a short amount of space. Yeah, I also wonder if... Maybe this was pitched as an 11-minute show? Oh, I like the gnomes thing he just did, because that's what they are. That was like a really decent bit of, bit of foreshadowing for this. Yeah. Mabel? Also, because it's like a strikingly funny picture, so you'll notice it. Yeah. You think he might be a vampire? That would be so awesome. Guess again, sister. Oh wait. The uh, the crackpot's book of the damned or whatever what it says on there is funny, but I am glad that it it wasn't that in the original or uh, going forward just because that book is such an iconic like very serious element to his character and I'll, admittedly the world and all this other stuff yeah so it's kind of funny that like that was a gag in this listen to me norman and i are going on a date at five o'clock and i'm gonna be adorable and he's gonna be dreamy and i'm not gonna let you ruin it with one of your crazy conspiracies what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, oh, some of this is definitely in the original. This is fun. This is like a... I don't know what this is like. Words are hard right now. It feels like a behind-the-scenes, like, peek behind the curtain. Yeah. I mean... Something else... Uh, like... Uh, pilots are interesting. Wait, what? But I like to watch animatics. And storyboards, like storyboard art specifically, is very fascinating to me. Um, that's one of those things that I kind of like wish I pursued. Okay. Because that's an art form in its own right. I don't know a whole lot about the storyboarding. Oh, Norman, you can tell me anything. Please be a vampire, please be a vampire. All right, just, just don't freak out, okay? Just, just keep an open mind, be cool. This is all in the first episode. This is great. Is this weird? Is this too weird? Do you need to sit down? <laughs> right, I'll explain. So, we're gnomes. First Even off, like the design of the lawn gnomes. I don't know. I mean, they, they got they seem all right. They got a nice ring. Jason and I'm sorry, I always forget your name. Schmebulock. Matronomy is a good pun. Yes. Anyways, long story short, us gnomes have been looking for a new queen, right, guys? Queen. 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 
This um, this story actually works all right in twelve minutes. Uh, it's it's definitely like really fast moving. I think I think they kind of comment on that in the commentary that um, some of the early episodes don't have a whole lot going on and just like succeed because there's a lot of jokes per minute and you forget the fact that there's not a lot going on. And to the credit, there are good jokes. Yeah. Because I think the, the second episode is they're looking for, like, the Loch Ness Monster creature. And, like, act two of that entire episode is just them fucking around with cameras and, and breaking cameras. And it's, like, not a lot happens. But it's really funny. Also, this music is so placeholder. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy with the end result of the show, where they got some real decent, uh, like, production value behind it. Yeah. I don't remember this part. I don't believe this is in the original or the released. Well, I think we lost him. Yeah, I don't remember uh -huh. this either. That gnome kind of sounds like Justin Roiland. Oh god, they brought back the thing, the ice cream thing. This is really good though. <laughs> just give up. Just give up and get out of here. Blueberry. Cookies and scream. Dipper, trust me just this once. You were wrong about Norman. So are you. Blueberry? I love that they just keep one of the gnomes. Impossible! Yeah, I don't think that happened in the show, did it? No. They don't, they don't have to turn into stone, do they? I think this is a very cute pilot. Um, I can see why this got picked up. Yeah. I'm sorry for ignoring your advice. You really were just looking. Because there's a lot of potential here for all kinds of adventures, and this this sells itself pretty well. Sad that my first boyfriend turned out to be a bunch of gnomes. I think for the um amount we see all these characters too, it it does a really good job of of giving you a good taste of them. Sibling hug. Awkward sibling hug. Pat pat. Okay, I like that. Like the last two frames of that, there's a pterodactyl and it cuts. Yeah, the, it was the least weird day of summer, and then you just see a dinosaur. 
And there are dinosaurs in a later episode, so some of this stuff in here shows up in the show proper, or like there's certain tonal things, because I the the weird kind of shit going on with the gnomes. I don't believe shows up in the show. They they do want to make Mabel like the gnome queen, um, but I don't think we go a whole lot further than that if I'm remembering right. But I do know like he finds yeah. the really tough manly guys that have their weird rituals, and I, and so. Some of the gnome stuff reminded me of that episode. It's actually kind of interesting to think about how this is basically a half-length episode, but it fit in, like, three different themes from other three other episodes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it uh, it's very much on brand, and you can see where they're going, and the end result's very plausible. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a different one that's a very different story. Uh, you asked if there were cartoons that made it to TV. This one, I'm going to say no. Have you ever heard of Larry and Steve? Ooh, um, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm also friends with you. And you, you will be like, hey, check this out. Oh, you're right. I, I, I let's say I do no. that a lot too. I, I don't for some reason it rang a bell, but I don't I don't know that it, it actually does. Larry and Steve are pretty um, common. Names. I think I think the title of the YouTube episode will pl- like show up. I wish I could hide that from you so you could try and guess. Uh but this is Larry and Steve. Oh, Family Guy Pilot. Okay. Yeah, that that I that's spoiled. Sorry. Uh, so, it's not really the Family Guy pilot. Oh, yeah, no, this is... Uh, this... So, this was written by, um, Seth MacFarlane, and he pitched it to Cartoon Network as a kid's show. Hi there. My name's Steve. I'm a dog, in, in case you're wrong. Hey, it's Brian. Well... Well, Stupid. Seth MacFarlane's like it's, speaking it's voice. Just, it's literally just it's him doing a Brian voice and him doing a fat dumb guy voice. With less than a few minutes to live, I set about the task of being noticed by prospective pet owners. Wow, that's a dark way to like begin a kids' cartoon. Okay, there was just one problem, however. Listen, kid, I I need your help. You've got to get me out of here, or else I'm. Finish for good. What, what do you say? Can you give me a hand? Because I want dogs being no euthanized in my kids' cartoon on Comedy Central or uh, Cartoon I Network. Mean, I feel like dog pounds are kind of a recurring theme in cartoons. Listening? That's true. I don't know if they ever really like go in on the adopted the dogs that don't get adopted get killed. Yeah, it's true. Listen to me. If you don't get me out of here, I will be put to sleep. Do you are you listening? Do you understand me? You will be indirectly responsible for the resulting euthanasia. Oh boy, they got enough kids or whatever as it is. Just my luck. But the only person. So, I don't know uh, if you caught that joke. I did. But I think that did end up in Family Guy. Oh really? Yeah. I, I also I love how Larry is pretty much dressed like Peter Griffin, just with blue pants. great, you're all set then. Yeah. Well, at least the bed's okay. Larry, we uh, need to address this problem. Oh, boy, you're right, Steve. We, we gotta do something. What are we gonna do? Well, let's go shopping, hmm? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
I, this is weird. I don't know what to think about this. So, uh, Larry and Steve is interesting. Um, Seth MacFarlane, I think he wanted to do a kid's show because he thought that's how you do cartoons. Like, I think pitching a sitcom to Fox that, you know, riffs on The Simpsons wasn't his uh, game plan. But, uh, like, there's there's funny things about this. I was actually kind of surprised we didn't get more Larry and Steve, because I remember watching this as a kid when they aired this, and I was like, I love Larry and Steve, it's funny. I'm, I'm enjoying the weird combination of, like, Looney Tunes slapstick, but also, like, Hanna-Barbera, um, like, kind of almost drier sense of, like, humor and storytelling, where it's a lot more... A lot more talking. Like, there's a lot of weird uh, ingredients into this, it seems like. I, I like that weird that gag there. Did you catch that hillbilly? No, I was talking. He he rolls down the window, and it's just a hillbilly, and says, Hey, you got any of that uh, that redneck yellow mustard? <laughs> it's just a stupid joke that also does not belong there. Like, he's clearly in, like, a half-on-fire car. I feel like half of these jokes almost... Yeah, they don't really work as kids' a... jokes. Like, it, it's a Way weird vibe. Relax, it, Cindy, his sense of humor is a little oh, grown up. I think that's why it appealed to me as a kid. Was because it kind of felt like, oh, this is like a little smarter than just a Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, like there, he, he basically said something rude to the worker there. But then they censor it with dog barks. I'm like, you know what? That works. Yeah. Um, I like the dynamic of a very, like, serious and just tired, like, straight man. Where he's like, I don't want to do this right now. Because I've always found that kind of relatable too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As a as a fuddy duddy myself. It's sort of like your parents won't let you watch The Simpsons because you're too young, but there's this, and it, it feels like this weird middle ground between like an adult cartoon and a kids cartoon. See, there you go. Now is that therapeutic? Yeah. How do you feel, Steve? Like Agamemnon after the fury. Um. So the other thing I, I mentioned how like. It's a tragedy. Uh, oh. Seth MacFarlane's idea wasn't to just yeah, make a copycat right? Simpsons. This light is perfect for Apparently, uh, somehow <laughs> negotiating with Fox to get his own yeah, show, a lot of the corporate direction was, well, yeah, but we really want something like The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh. Because, like, we want to air it right after The Simpsons, so we want, like, the nuclear family to check boxes, and we want this, and we want that. Like, we, we like the, the jokes you got. We like your idea of how to animate. We like all this yada, yada, yada. But we kind of want more Simpsons. Sure. Um, so, if you notice in the first season of Family Guy, just a handful of episodes that have moments where it's, like, just Peter and Brian, and they kind of have moments together more, and, like, when Peter upsets his family, he'll go to Brian and say, Ah, Brian, I don't know what to do. And then Brian will give, like, sagely advice, and then Peter will say something stupid yep. and make things worse. And it's like that formula is really just Larry and Steve concepts that he was never going to use. Okay. 
I do, I do like this, I think. And I, and I honestly, the first season of Family Guy is really, there's something kind of special about it, even if it is a Simpsons ripoff. It, it, the, the type of jokes in it are different enough where I, it feels like its own thing. It, it was like, you know, like LOL random humor. It's kind of like that before that took off. All of the cutaways and, and yeah. just the weird shit that happens in, in the first season of Family Guy. Hazardous to my health, but as long as no one else can hear me, I'm stuck with them. Look, if anyone out there can understand me, help me out, huh? I'm housebroken, I'm neutered, and I'm well versed in the works of Chaucer. Ha! Hey, Steve, what you doing? Oh, well, you know your tripod's loose. There we go. Whoops! Idiot. Kind of reminds me too of um of Up with the old man and Doug. <laughs> I think maybe just like the old guy and his dog is a good uh, a good combination for for storytelling. I think so. I think this short was funny. It has a lot of things going for it. It, it also just kind of. I feel like it's maybe missing something. And yeah. I wonder if Larry and Steve got picked up, like how would they have expanded it? You know, like what, what would have made it more special than just having it only two characters? Cause you know, there would be other recurring characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, would they, you know, would, would Larry have other friends that are all like old and stupid like him? Or like, would he go on a date or something at, with a, a proto Lois? who's like a retired librarian. Like, I don't know what, I, I don't know where you go with this. So maybe that's why I didn't get picked up is the legs weren't there, but the yeah. gags worked. I thought it the, was funny. I feel like the gags worked. Um, I think the legs can come as you make the show, right? Like, you know, season one of this or the first half of season one of this might've been pretty much what we just saw. But eventually the writers would start pitching weirder ideas and it would really grow. I mean, that's kind of how things work. And I think I think this could I think this could have worked. I, I mean, like the freaking Steve's like, I'm a dog who likes to read Chaucer. I'm like, oh, you have my attention. I I, I have read Chaucer, Mr. Dog. <laughs> we could be friends, you know, like I, there, there's this there's, there's room for for stuff here. It just I think it's almost like the demographic of it. It kind of reminded me of um, was it the critic that old older cartoon? Okay, no, I love the critic. Yeah, it, it just uh, cause that 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 show, that's a fun show, but it's not like, it's not as vulgar or um, you know, it, it's a bit more kid friendly than The Simpsons. And this kind of, almost reminded me of that, where it's like, the I just it I don't know if it's quite hitting, aimed at for kids because it's got to be competing with a lot of other shows that are. Very different in terms of energy and writing style. Um, I feel like if if he had gotten like another another episode in him, like okay, here's you get a, you get try number two. What have you learned? I think it would have, uh, you know, we we could have gotten Larry and Steve over Family Guy. Uh so I want to show you another thing. Okay, and this is a little bit different. Um, so I talked about animatics and storyboards. Yep. 
Um, are you familiar with what those words are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, animatic less so, but, like, a storyboard is basically just uh, drawing out key scenes or sequences of a scene that will be filmed or, uh, or in this case, animated by hand. So, like, like when I script a video out at work uh, for training... I will write notes on like how what I want to film and how you know for certain lines, and so it's not like a drawn storyboard, but there is like a an element of like boarding this uh, video, so I only have to film everything once. There we go. Yeah, you're right. Um, that that pretty much is what it is. A storyboard. It's it's not animated. It's like literally just like frames, and it's kind of like the blueprint. But sometimes to like test how things really go and what the timing and pacing should be, they'll sort of adapt it into an animatic. Okay. And uh, there's this this one interesting thing that went around is the uh, Futurama pilot, which was basically just this is an animatic version. I think they did a proper pilot, but that just was like the final episode. This is a whole 25 minutes. Space. Yeah, we, we won't watch the whole thing, but it's an interesting to see like the behind the scenes process it a bit. to go on and on forever. But then you get to the end and the gorilla starts throwing barrels at you. <laughs> that's and a good that's joke. Play the game. You yeah, they, that episode uh, didn't have the joke in it, did it? I don't think so. Hey, Fry, pizza going out. Come on! But my shift ended. You're my not tip delivery boy. I don't remember that being on the pizza, but that's very funny. She ain't gonna show. I think that was. Acting like a loser and deliver this pie. I think um. Michelle. There's something baby, else weird about the sequence because it's they go back to it like eighty God. times in the I show. So it's not just me remembering the first life. episode, it's like remembering every time they time travel here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They kinda like bring that up later on in the in the show too, that they always keep coming back to this. Happy New Year. Yeah, it, it became like a self aware joke that they use it as a a plot point crutch sometimes. Have you um have you watched like the new new Futurama that showed up? No, not yet. I haven't heard anything special about it. Yeah, same. I just got Whoa. the icy like He's like icy is an I see it, but also icy is an it's cold and he gets frozen. Oh, like I I I just got that. That's point, like a double like, entendre. The one oh yeah, because it's a cryo lab. Yeah. Here's to another lousy millennium. Honestly, this animatic thing is like I like the style of this. It's it's very um. Once again, oh, that's like interesting. Seeing how the sausage is made, but I, I do enjoy it. Oh yeah. Did you see Nibbler there? No, I didn't. So there's an Easter egg, and this is in the actual first episode, but you can see the shadow of Nibbler under the desk, where he pushed the chair later. Okay. 
he was here in the animatic version, like clearly like <laughs> framed out. Like there's going to be an important shadow here of this character with a funny doodly head. The lack of background noise or music is uh, hurting this sequence a little bit just because it is, you know, very silent. Yeah, actually, though, I'm surprised how much it's animated, though. Yeah, like, some of those buildings crumbled. It must have been interesting voice acting over this. Ah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Hey, my bike's gone. Whoa. I must have been frozen for months. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Why do you always It's another one of those like the stuff that that made it to cult showmanship. Come, Made it to Fox, you know. Your destiny awaits. Have a nice future. Cool, just like in Star Trek. Oh. Good afternoon, sir. Hmm. <laughs> Name? Uh, Fry. I'm Leela. Now it's New Year's Eve, so I'd like to decide your fate quickly and I get out of here. Can I ask you a question? I want to comment <laughs> more, but I'm sort of just tickled by how charming this is. I know. I'm just like, oh yeah, Futurama's great. I don't want to talk over Futurama. Just I love Futurama. What's with the eye? Oh, I, so they, they put in Futurama and Fortnite. Did they show you that? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if you have. So, yeah, they put in uh, Fry, Bender, and Leela. And there's just something really satisfying about watching like something like zany happen and then bender just shows up and blows up everyone and then does a little dance december 31st yeah my god a million years technically it's closer to a thousand but that's still a long time i'm sure this must be very upsetting for you you know i guess it should be bro. Actually, <laughs> such a good fucking joke I nothing to live for in my old life i was broke. i love fry's stupidity job. And I was beginning to suspect my uh, because it's just always funny. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. Sometimes he'll say things where it's like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and then there's other times where it's like oh, I half relate to him. Yeah. Interesting. Your DNA test shows one living relative. He's your great 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 nephew. That's great. What's the little guy's name? Professor Hubert Farnsworth, 149 years old. Ouch. He don't look too Honestly, I'm really surprised at how detailed a lot of this is too. Like to take care of No, overlaid over the backgrounds and stuff. Career professionals. You know, like the people that worked on the Simpsons making a new show, they kind of know the process. Yeah, I suppose. What's that? Your permanent career assignment. 
It would be kind of interesting no. if they if, no. if there was a, a cartoon again. release that was Please, literally just in else. this style. Your hands off me. You've been and if they could make that work. Just like yeah, you know, what if I I've seen a couple YouTube fired. channels Fine. where it's Out like they'll kind of just do test but stuff like this. It's like, hey, here's a funny concept. I'm not going to waste my time coloring it. And it's just a gag, and it's like, hey, this is funny. I like it. Now hold out your hand. And there's something to be said about a finished, polished product, uh, but also, you know, it's like, I get it. <laughs> this is interesting enough to me. Yeah. Hold still, damn it. I don't have good depth perception. Ah, uh, I like the, the little sound effects there. Yeah, that helped sell it more. To the count of five to let me out of here. One. See you in a thousand. I mean, fry going back and only setting it for five minutes. Ah, uh, God, the, the the random slapstick in this show too. Like, there's so much good shit in in Futurama, especially like one. early Futurama. <clears throat> Some of the reboot yeah, stuff where they stop. The, the the real like the real chunk of the show it's perfect it's beautiful it's masterfully done um i think some of the reboot stuff is hit and miss and yeah. the good stuff is really good okay i i feel like oh, some this of the is reboot also interesting cuz uh oh. i'm sorry you're saying Oh, I was going to say um, the reboot stuff. I feel like some of it kind of forgets some of the sci-fi elements to it. And it's just sort of like poking fun at uh, yeah. current stuff. Is this in the original where he goes through this pipe like this? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember this part. Yeah, he flies out. <laughs> Still as awesome as ever. I really right. love the goofy robot designs too. Life, and I escaped a crazy cyclops lady. It's not often a man's given a second, second chance. Yeah. Did you ever see um, th some of those like early Bender designs? I don't think so. There's this very interesting page where, um, oh, there's a fry one also. Hey, uh, some of Matt Groening's earlier drawings. And like kind of sketches and concepts where you can tell he had an idea. Whoa, a real live But robot. it's like, so, so if you look at Bender's design, uh, you I notice that his arms and legs have like the same number this of lines. So shiny to me. Shinier than yours, meatbag. Um, I can't say that I've ever noticed that. So bo each limb has exactly four lines. Okay. And that helps. Uh, it helps keep it cohesive, but also it's a lot easier to animate and keep track of. So that, yeah. like, in one frame, he, like, reaches forward and has five for some reason. Listen, buddy, I'm in a hurry here. Let's try for a twofer. 
<laughs> Please select mode of death. <laughs> or slow the the suicide booth thing is yeah, such a good like joke because it's so off. fucking dark. You have selected slow and horrible. Good choice. It's it's very. This first episode sells the whole concept on, so well. Baby. Yeah. Now is that CGI with like line effects over it? Come on, I don't know on. what this is. Kill me already. It must be. I think I that's like CGI. A, yeah, it doesn't. Help. They just like so <laughs> did a cool like cell shader to make it look like a drawing. It's another thing where like they didn't really need to go that hard or you detailed for an Thank animatic. For like, but draw. they did. America's favorite suicide booth since 2008. Uh, lousy stinking ripoff. Well. I almost wonder if uh, Let's go get drunk. maybe like the guy saying, hey, we could do this with CGI, and then he did it like as a concept, and they said, okay, let's just use that. Two? Yeah. Three. Hey. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Shut up, Terry. This is unacceptable, Lila. You must find this Mr. Fry and install his chip. Look, he's just a nobody who doesn't want to be a delivery boy. I'd really rather not force it on. Oh, that's in the. Well, that's your job, whether you like it or not. And it's my job to make you do your job, whether <laughs> I like it or not. Which I do. Very much. Now get to work. I like the idea, too, of just like, well, committing suicide didn't work. You want to go get drunk, and it's like, that's funny. Why would a robot need to drink? I don't need to drink. I can quit any time I want. <laughs> so they made you a delivery boy, huh? Man, that's as bad as my job. Really? What do you do, Bender? I'm a Bender. I bend girders. That's all I'm programmed to do. You any good at it? You kidding? I was a stud. I could bend a girder to any angle. 30 degrees, 32 degrees, you name it. 31. But I couldn't go on living once I found out what the girders were. I, Bender what? is the perfect Suicide. character. <laughs> I know. Well, right. It was a pleasure. <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself. Okay, Wait, I'm just going to keep silently out. watching, so maybe we could stop here. Really yeah, yeah, this is... um. Um, I could pause, but uh, I could definitely just uh, watch this. How do I go back to the chat? There it is. Um, so, yeah, I thought you'd appreciate uh, some looks behind several curtains. I did. I don't know if we have a thesis for this episode, but I hope it was uh, interesting to listen along to some of this. I wonder how many people remember Larry and Steve, or if it's just me. I had I had never heard of Larry and Steve, so that was that was kind of a treat. Oh wow, these are some weird I'm glad designs I could for educate Bender. You in some. Uh, oh yeah, those are. It, he had a bunch of different robot designs. Um, I think he he had a concept for what he wanted the sci-fi stuff to look like, and it always has like these round elements. And that definitely made it to the final cut. But 
Um, it's interesting how like overly busy some of the designs are. And yeah. on the last one, he has a little note where it's like four lines per limb. The uh, the top ones, where he looks almost like he's in a, he's got like a spatula. It looks like I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. It's such yeah, a weird. Yeah, it looks like it. it. It's not a. It's not a uh, a pleasant looking robot. Well, it's interesting. He has a spatula in the bottom left, also, and it's like, I think that's like a season three thing. But he does become like the chef of the group. That's true. So I almost wonder if that was like an earlier concept and they they just like came back to that later. You have to wonder what, what was figured out before they started. That's got to be so hard. Like when I go to write a book or a short story, especially with a short story, like I usually don't have a lot going on in the idea department other than just like the hook. And maybe a character or two, but if you're if you're committing a lot of uh, you know a full production staff to a drawing and, and animating and, and sound design all this stuff for a cartoon, like you gotta you must have to have a lot hooked up. You know that Bible you you bring to the studio, like this is what we're making. Um, I'm guessing yeah. it's gotta be pretty thick. Imagine doing uh, so all actually, that work. you know, that kind of brings me to my Glad's face. Okay. Um, I uh, looking at these early Matt Groening designs, like the like Fry. You could tell that Fry was basically just going to be like young Homer with like young person hair. But Leela is all over the place. Like some of these, her eye is really small, and other times her eye is like as big as her head. And it kind of yo-yos between, like, weird monster or, like, sexy alien from a 1960s magazine. Yeah, I mean, this, like, bottom left, she almost looks like a, you know, a hooker. It, yeah, it's it's weird how all over the place those designs are. But that brings me to uh, this interesting thing. I might have brought it up before, but there's a YouTube channel called Kid Leaves Stoop. And he did an episode on the Simpsons no-no sheets. Are you familiar with that? No, I thought, wait, is that a reference uh, in Hey Arnold? Where there's the stoop kid that doesn't want to leave the stoop? I don't know. It could be. That's that's where my mind went. Uh, so this is, it's, it's very interesting, but it's a look at the uh, Simpsons animation bible. Oh, Not okay. so much the rules that you do follow, but specifically the rules outlined on what you shouldn't do. Oh, okay. And it's very, very subtle details that you might have never noticed how consistent the show actually is about it. Like the thumbnail here is just the making like angry eyes where it's like they're overly serious or evil. And it's like none of the characters ever make these faces ever. But it's literally just a circle with like a line on the top that that closes it off. I remember um, when Inuyasha was being moved from manga to animation, 
one of the things the the author of that one of her no nos was you you can never be able to see up uh, Kagome's skirt. She didn't want like any of that kind of fan service in the anime. Uh, and I don't know when fan service started to get really bad. If it was after Inuyasha or before, but I do I do appreciate that. Right, you know, like people having specific rules. Hey, we're never gonna do this. Um, honestly, for something like The Simpsons, which is a comedy too, like there's probably probably a really interesting video because there's probably a lot of like important shit in here that you don't think about i i really think uh you would appreciate this video in particular so again that was kid leaves stoop and the simpsons no no sheets but for anyone that's a fan of animation uh hopefully you find this very easily because you'll find it very interestingly hell yeah I, i'm definitely gonna watch this this looks really cool yeah uh, but what about you? Do you have a glad space? Yeah, what the hell is my glad? Have I talked about The Bear, which is a TV show? Can't remember. No. So this is on Hulu. Um, I don't know where else you can watch it. But it's a uh, it's like a drama comedy. Somewhat more of a drama than a comedy, but it has its moments where it's really funny. A uh, show about uh, a, a really high-end chef. Uh his brother commits suicide and he gets his brother's restaurant. And so he's used to being like a chef in a, in a French style um, table setup. And he's got to take over this restaurant, which is in downtown Chicago, I think, and kind of a shit show. Um, and so he brings this like crazy level of culinary expertise to people who, uh, you know, aren't really prepared for it. And he ends up hiring uh, another chef who's, got a pretty decent background but hasn't really been able to keep a job in the industry for very long and so like those two it's kind of like how do we turn this restaurant into a functional place where we can make money but also my brother was fucked up and made a lot of mistakes with the restaurant how do i fix them or figure out why he was doing that and uh it's a really good show it is like uh it's really funny but it's also kind of really sweet the drama is is there it's not like that dramatic in terms of like you know people dying or anything but you know people could lose their jobs and and, and uh you, you know the health inspector shows up at one point and, you know you don't want them to get a bad grade you know stuff like that it's it was a, a surprisingly i don't want to say surprisingly good um because i didn't have a whole lot of expectations but i think maybe just because i had never heard of it and my brother's like we should watch this and it's like oh this is really really good so that's the bear uh, on, on it's on Hulu. I don't know where else you can find it, but I would I would highly recommend that I enjoy the first season quite a bit. That sounds like a pretty good recommendation. There is a season two. Haven't watched that yet, but I think we'll be starting that pretty soon. That's fun. We actually got some uh, some. Uh, uh, a lot of positivity in the entertainment world here. I think we opened a little negative, and we had a lot of fun today. Yeah, this is this is fun. I hope this was fun to listen to. I know with the with Futurama, she's like, oh, I can just watch Futurama. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, sorry for the the dead silence. I guess everybody. Um, if you watch along though, I, 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 yeah, I'm tempted to maybe like trim it a little bit, but also those are just good Futurama jokes. So. Sit back and enjoy them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, take care, everybody. Yeah, take care, everybody. Hope you, uh, hope you had fun watching cartoons with us.